0: I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. So, dear listener, I'm just sitting at home on a cloudy morning here in Sydney, Australia. And it looked like it rained a bit overnight, so the streets are a bit damp, but the sun is beginning to shine out there somewhere. The clouds are breaking, and there's a bit of blue, and here I am. So I wanted to share something really beautiful that happened just a couple of nights ago. One of the great joys of living in this place is the harbor. And Sydney Harbour would have to be one of the great harbours, natural harbours in the world. And from where I live, something that I enjoy so much is taking the magnificent ferry across the harbour from here, just a few miles from the centre of Sydney. I take that ferry into Circular Quay, which is the main wharf in Sydney, And I walk from that wharf a short distance to the Sydney Opera House. And I did that on Friday night to see a performance of Gustav Holt's The Planets. And you know, dear listener, one of the things, I have to say that I don't think I'm probably a very good audience member because what usually happens when I go and see music, hear music, is that I'll sit there and here I am sitting in this incredible space, the Sydney Opera House with these, this beautiful sort of seating arrangement, circular, semicircular around the stage. And I was sitting there and I always kind of get an aisle seat and I sit at the back so I don't disturb anyone. And I usually just start hearing the music and then probably because I work fairly hard and I just go there to relax, I start dozing off. <laughs> and But what happens is that I feel the music as I'm kind of dozing and I feel myself being in this great cavernous space of the Sydney Opera House, which is one of the architectural wonders of the world. And I sit there listening and I just find myself transported And in this sort of liminal state between wakefulness and sleep, I absorb the music and I find myself renewed. So that's what happened. And uh, after the concert with all the other thousands of people that were there, it was a sold-out concert, I descended the long series of steps that lead down to walkway between the Sydney Opera House and the wharf where I was to catch the ferry home. And I realized as I looked on my watch and looked at the wharf, I saw that I had just missed the ferry that was uh, departing and these ferries, they're magnificent vessels, they're not new, they're usually painted kind of light yellow and green and they're given names of people famous people or locales around here. And uh, I saw this ferry, my ferry, (laughs) going, leaving from the wharf. And uh, I realized, okay, I would have to wait for the next one. So it was going to be about 45 minutes. And it's not a bad wait, dear listener. If a person has to wait anywhere, this would be a place to, to wait. Because as you stand there on this... Beautiful, wonderful, broad promenade between the Sydney Opera House and Circular Quay, the wharf. You can gaze upon one of the most iconic views in the world, which is the site of the Sydney Harbor Bridge illuminated at night to your left and the Opera House illuminated with its wonderful sort of sail-like shapes. your right and there you are so I thought to myself you know what am I going to do here I am I'll enjoy this view and walk with the many other people who were enjoying the view it was a balmy night no cold wind after this antipodean winter here no it was warm and uh, it was really warm and it was lovely and everybody was enjoying themselves and so I sat down on a bench And I thought, oh, it occurred to me to call a friend, a friend from New York, a friend who lives in New York City, a very dear woman who is in her 90s and who is somebody I cherish with all my heart. She came into my life a few years ago, and I feel that her presence through these years has been one of the great blessings. I have. So I looked at my watch. It was 10.30 p.m. And I thought, I did a very rough calculation, quick, a little too quick. And I dialed the phone, you know. I dialed my my cell phone. And it began to ring. And as it was ringing, I thought, oh my gosh, it's actually only 8.30 in the morning there in New York City. And I just started to pray that I wasn't waking her. But she answered. And I said, oh, I hope this wasn't too early. And she said, no, the timing was perfect. So we began to talk, and we began to talk. And you know, dear listener, there are some friends in life that you feel in the very core of your being. You feel them as like they, they reside in your heart. They reside in the depths of your soul. And this woman is such a person. And one of the things that's so beautiful about our friendship is the way that we can share our faith in God, in that which moves through life in mysterious and beautiful ways. And dear listener, I'm going to cry as I tell you this because that is itself a great blessing to feel the companionship, to feel the friendship, to feel the connection with somebody who you know experiences that presence, the presence of something greater than we are, whose faith resides there, who speaks about it like it's the most familiar thing, like it's a matter-of-fact of of day-to-day life. And I feel that, and you see, so as we talk about these things and have talked about these things Over the course of our friendship, it's like a thread woven through our wonderful, our wonderful companionship. It's like I know that she knows, and she knows that I know what it means to recognize the movement of God in one's life. So, dear listener, I was talking with her there, sitting on the bench looking out at the Sydney Harbor Bridge looking over my shoulder at the Sydney Opera House, and I was talking with her, and she was describing her church, which is in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It's a beautiful church, an esteemed church. I played there one time at her request, and it was wonderful. And we were talking about the fact that she had just suggested a hymn. She had just suggested a hymn to be sung by the choir there at St. John's. And I said, what's that hymn? And she said, well, it's called Down to the River to Pray. And I said, oh, I know that hymn. I know that hymn. That is the most beautiful hymn. It's an African-American spiritual composed back probably 150 years ago, in the mid-19th century. And it's one of those songs that just stays with you in its lilting exquisiteness, its melody, its meaning, its sense of hope, depth, faith, prayer, love. So my dear friend said to me, yep, she said, "I, uh, I suggested that the choir do that hymn. And as we were talking, dear listener, I began to realize that I would have this ferry home fairly soon, and it suddenly occurred to me to get up and as we were talking, as I was talking to my friend, to walk over to a little convenience store there, it was just right close, and just grab a small packet of nuts and fruit to take with me as a kind of slightly midnight snack on the ferry ride back to my home. And I was still talking with my friend and as we were talking, I began to share with her kind of tangentially was the fact that God's grace seems to have bestowed upon me (laughs) quite a remarkable thing, which is the presence of a man in my life something that I had pretty much given up hope on and uh, had resigned myself to a life (laughs) of um, being single. I mean, I was quite happy about that, you know, having been through what I'd been through. It was a relief to think of being single. But I said to my dear friend, I said, you know, it's very interesting. This person came into my life completely out of the blue at the same time as somebody that I'd known of for almost fifty years and she said how remarkable and I said yes you know we grew up in the same neighborhood he would attend the little piano recitals that my teacher gave and he remembered me playing there and he got in touch with me because of these podcasts because after all these years where there was absolutely no connection between us and I didn't really even know him that well back then after all these years he thought to himself well what had become of me you know it was curious curious question for him so he found these podcasts having googled my name i guess and began to listen and in that experience started to feel this renewed connection to me or appreciation for me, he reflected in this first email that he sent to me, which was back in May, he reflected how he remembered my playing at these little piano recitals that my teacher had, and how struck he was by how I played the piano. Now, dear listener, when somebody can remember you that long ago, it's a gift. Especially when they can reflect to you after all the years, travails, times, decades, the slings and arrows, your essential self. So all of this, dear listeners, what I was telling my friend there as I was walking towards the convenience store and thinking about the hymn that she was sharing with me. And she said to me, she said, that's remarkable. She said, God, his hand is in that. There's absolutely no question how else could it have happened otherwise. And we shared that together. And then I approached the convenience store. And all of a sudden, I began to hear that hymn, that beautiful, spiritual because my friend on the other end of the line, 11,000 miles away, had put it on her computer or her CD player. Whatever she had there, she just started to play it, because she wanted to play it for me. And across the miles, on the other side of the world, down under, as I walked into that convenience store and took my little bag of nuts and seeds and dried fruit, the hymn that she had recommended to the choir back at her church in Brooklyn, came across the waves. And I began to cry as I was fumbling in my bag trying to pay. Listening suddenly to this hymn come across, my friend said, I have to play this for you because this is just so beautiful. And I knew it, dear listener. I know that hymn. I know that hymn, and since that moment, two nights ago, when I was talking to my friend, my dear friend, whom God has blessed me with her presence in my life, I haven't been able to stop singing that hymn, that spiritual, as I've been walking near the ocean here, as I've been sitting on the bus, as I've been shopping at the mall, as I've been cleaning my house, as I've been thinking of things, as I've been working on my computer, I haven't been able to stop singing this beautiful hymn, this beautiful spiritual that my dear friend in New York and I love so much. And this is how it goes, dear listener. Maybe you know it. I'll try and sing it for you. It's a bit early in the morning. My voice is a little croaky, (laughs) but I'll try. As I went down in the river to pray, Studying in about that good old way, And who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, brothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord. Show me the way. Oh, fathers, let's go down. Let's go down. Come on down. Oh, fathers, let's go down. Down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, Studying about that good old way, And who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, mothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, mothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray.